All right, welcome to the Real Deal Podcast. I'm Manny Marshall. Uh, pretty happy about the guys we got in the studio today. We're going to continue our discussion on the PSB rule changes for 2015. Uh, so yeah, we have Marcel Margot from Los Angeles Ironman and Ryan Greenspan from San Diego Dynasty, uh, two of the best out there. So interested to pick their brains about these changes. And also, um, before we get to those changes, also there were some questions asked on Facebook on our uh, Paintball Access page. So we're going to be talking about the changes while uh, I'm going to be proposing these questions to these guys. So thank you guys for joining us. Uh, also, thanks to our major sponsors here at PBA, uh, Planet Eclipse, Die Precision, GI Sports, and Key Action Sports. So help us help support the sport by supporting the people that support us. I know it sounds a little complicated, but that's what we need to do. So, it's a lot right. of sporting. <laughs> it's a lot of support and supporting. All right. So, uh, Ryan, let's start with you, man. You've uh, been traveling, as always. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Ryan tra- Ryan's Travels. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hashtag Ryan's been there. Yeah. <laughs> That's a new one I had to throw out at Marcelo. Let it begin. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so we'll start with Ryan. Sorry, Marcelo. No, um, it's all right. Uh, before beauty. <laughs> so... Where have you been, man? What have you been up to? I know you went to Egypt. Uh, it's mm-hmm. been quite a busy off-season for you already. Uh, you went to Mexico to help some children. So basically, yeah. you were solving the ancient alien uh, issue down in, in Egypt, in and Egypt. then you went and uh, saved babies in yeah. Mexico. and then saved, saved children at a charity, uh, at an orphanage the other weekend. So, well, let's start with the ancient aliens. Did they build or did they not build the pyramids? Okay, humans... Based on your first so, I just, experience. I just watched that movie, uh, Exodus, Gods and Kings, and they were showing that you know the 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 Jews, the Hebrews built all the pyramids. That's that's a bunch of bull. Mm-hmm. Aliens built that. There is no way a human being moved any of this stuff. And these guys are like trying to explain stuff. I measured because uh, when you go to the the Egyptian museum, you can actually just get up on every artifact there. What? You can, yeah, there's no there's no tape or rope. You can touch everything. It's kind of weird. Well, there's been a lot of issues, actually, with the yeah. problems uh, that Egypt has been having maintaining the antiquities there. In right. fact, the main guy who's in charge of the pyramids is actually under fire right now for taking bribes and all. The, and even National Geographic got involved. They started going after National Geographic as well because he's their liaison. So it's because you saw some really abysmal stuff there yeah. other than just the and, cool pyramids. You know, the but. access that, that Blake and I had to everything by just entering the sites was was pretty wild. And, you know, they say, don't climb on the pyramids. You're not allowed to. And, and the guy's like, oh, yeah, cr- climb as high as you want. I mean, it gets dangerous up there. And we're in the middle of the day, and, and that's supposed to be, like, a huge, huge issue. But they didn't seem – and I think it has something to do with the tourism that they have, like the issues they're having with tourism because of the fighting yeah. and whatnot. But, I mean, we felt really safe there. And, uh, and it, was, it was a cool experience. <clears throat> now, the way that the, the actual city – like, once you leave the pyramids area – which is you know protected by a fence. As soon as you get outside of there, it's 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 one of the more scummy third world countries. Like Marcel, I'm sure you know you, when you go to South America, like think of the the dirtiest part of South America, and then take away all the green, take away all the trees, yeah. and then keep yeah. all the dirt and grime and garbage. And that's what there's like meat markets. There's like just you they're slaughtering animals on the side of the road, and then just hanging their carcasses up to, to buy. Still though, man, street what an meat. experience. Street meat, yeah. It was it was a, it was a pretty wild experience, and I'm I'm definitely glad I did it. But uh, so you're going with ancient aliens built it. That's oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that's what I was I was gonna say earlier. Is I, I kind of support that entire theory. I don't know if you guys heard about that rover that we have on Mars, mm-hmm. and it was it takes pictures, right? Sends it back to NASA, mm-hmm. and there's all this controversy right now because there's this. They're trying to say that it's a rock, but it totally looks like a skull. You know, so there could have been. I don't know. Could, I'm with yeah, you on. I'm, look, I don't I'm think just there's a skull to, just to support on Ryan's, Mars. Just to support Ryan's theory, because it was 
they projected this. It's actually fact. Human, it was, it's actually fact. Yeah. <laughs> I, I read it online, so it's totally fact. Oh, um, oh that's right. I mean, I agree. If it, wait, but, so wait, this was online? It was online. Oh, on it internet. must be true. Yeah, yeah. Something.com has to be legit, yeah. right? Yeah. It's, no, <laughs> but it projected like the Bible. these from the skull. Hold on, listen, it's pretty interesting, especially for your theory, you know, uh-huh. um, that uh, this human or whatever this skull would be would be like 10 feet tall. So uh, who knows? Maybe Mars actually had human life or some sort of life that was, you know, kind of like humans. And their world ended up getting too hot. People couldn't live there, whatever. And they took a spaceship to Earth and started here, you know, built some pyramids, yep. built some this yep. and that. Could be Maybe exactly what the pyramid <laughs> was exactly the spaceport from these giant know. aliens, <laughs> you know, coming from. That's crazy. Well, it, it was just crazy because I took, <laughs> I, I measured the, uh, the angle of one. They had one of the tops of the pyramid, one of the little, you know, mm-hmm. pyramid tops. Yeah. And, uh. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I think that's what, that's the, that's the actual official word. Um, and I measured like each angle on each side of it and every single one was exactly like whatever, 40 degrees or 30, whatever it is, but it was exact on each side of all these pieces and to make, to create something like that. Well, I mean, I don't know. I've read a ton about this, and I mean, before we get into like that's a whole other podcast, almost. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, no. The, the, if you just Google mysteries of pyramids, I mean, I'm sure everyone's already done that before, or seen the show about it, or some you know documentary about it. But if you haven't and you want to get your mind blown, then definitely do that because yeah, the precision of which those things were built mm-hmm. in antiqu- antiquity was fascinating. And then all of that, but I mean, the pyramids themselves are a massive mystery. But the, the Sphinx is even more because the weathering around that potentially means it was built like fifty. 15,000 years ago, which is also crazy, but I don't know. Just check out Graham Hancock's work or Shock's work. He's another guy that's done a lot of stuff about that, but, but yeah. So, but, but did you go down there for paintball or so, was it? I was out in Paris for the final millennium mm-hmm. event. And then I had a week, basically all the travels that we do, usually we're booked on the weekends um, or it's, or it's practice. So I don't, you can't really stay for too long unless it's the off season. So we had practice the next weekend. And, and so we decided that I'd fly down to Egypt for three days, um, hit up the pyramids, ride some horses, get some amazing Instagram, social media Saw, pictures. Great. And then, Those and were then, the, that was the best. <laughs> I love your, I always love your Instagram feed, but I love both your Instagram feeds. Um, but, uh, those gems that you got from yeah. Egypt were great pictures. that one yeah, with that like your feet up amazing. with the pyramids in the back. Mm-hmm. I think you had a drink involved there. Maybe potentially, yeah. maybe it was off camera, but it was still, that was epic. Right. And then the one of you riding, riding the, the horse, horse. Was so good. Just flying down the thing. It was so good. <laughs> Trying to hold the cell phone. Straight. Man, just... Ryan of Arabia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, it was a really cool experience and I, I'm definitely glad I got to see those cause that's obviously a bucket list. You know, oh, amongst, sure. amongst several other things. That but I you didn't to. meet any paintball people while you were, while you were down no. there? No. And actually, they do play paintball out there. Um, I actually was talking to Billy Saransky from Key, and uh, they, they sent out a lot of paint and a lot of stuff out there. Now, it's all just really? recreational. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a lot of the, the more wealthy areas, uh, they'll, they'll have, like, paintball as an activity you can do from 9 p.m. until 2 a.m. or something because it gets so hot out there yeah. that – I guess they only play at night. I've seen a lot of the pictures from like Dubai or all mm-hmm. those other. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are, are from night, you know, night play because yeah. it indoor is indoor so fields. Hot. I'm guessing. Yeah, uh, those ones are all outdoors, from what I understand. Yeah. Wow. But it's it's all you do it all at night. Yeah, yeah. So after you're done doing whatever you do, you can just kind of cruise out there on the weekends and and play all night. Nice. But it's not like a really competitive thing. It's just like a fun, I think, mess around. All right. Yeah. So since we don't have a ton of time for this one, mm-hmm. um, we could always do a part two of this one if we don't have, you know, if we don't get everything fleshed out. Because I love your guys' yeah. stories. I think Ryan might talk just the whole time. So part two could be me. We can talk right. about the footsteps that, <laughs> that I've already uh, okay, yeah. paved so out that you've Egypt, done. So I'm not even going to go there next year. Now. It's just like I got to <laughs> find places. Well, just tell a story. Why don't you just read 
Tell so, a story wait, that wait, I've already what told. What were you asking me? What, what were you asking me? How did you get down to Suriname? Huh? Is, that, is that what you're asking? I found a gem. Oh, yeah. Spot, he got, right? he got one spot jealous. on me. Like, <laughs> hey, it's all it In South America. Twice my age, man. It's like, <laughs> if I get one spot, dude, I'm one up. Cool. Yeah, there you go. You got me. You got me beat. All right. So, okay. all right. We'll hit pause on, on his travels. We'll talk about him saving babies in Mexico next. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's, let's flip it over to Marcelo. So, you just went to Australia. Um, mm-hmm. You also, I think, you do you go a couple other places too? I can't remember. Uh, previously, or no, yeah. you were in Mars, but you were in Australia for a while. Though, yeah, right? I, was, I was out there for about eleven days. We did uh, kind of like a little mini tour. Um, I was there with Devin Stutz, who works at Die. Uh, we played a tournament at Action Paintball. I know you know that place. I'm sure mm-hmm. you missed yeah. uh, good old Tormo. There's <laughs> a hotel out there that we always stay at. But um, we uh, had a tournament there, and then the following week, we just traveled around, met with a bunch of field owners, store owners, own- owners, stuff like that, and uh, did a clinic that Saturday and a clinic that Sunday and then came home. So how is the scene down there? You know, it's growing a lot, dude. Uh, Ryan, I'm sure you remember two years ago, uh, Greg Fisk, remember him? Yeah. Yeah. Fisky, our boy, he's gotten a lot better. Like all the kids yeah, he out was there, good. he was good. He smoked Ryan and snap shooting. I mm-hmm. thought it was hilarious. Yeah. It was like the main reason I, I brought this up. But He had his glasses on. Underneath all right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Story time. Marcel, okay. tell the story. Story time. Uh, okay, well, let's, re- <laughs> let's rewind really Story quick. Time. So two years ago, Ryan was cool enough to get me out there, help me get me out there, and uh, we had an awesome trip, but we were doing a clinic together, and this dude, Greg Fisk, one of the guys out there, um, it came time for the snap shooting part of the clinic, and he challenges Ryan, and, you know, Ryan likes to leave his elbow out when he snap shoots, I try to tell him over mm-hmm. and over, but uh, yep. Greg, Greg, <laughs> Greg, our boy, just kept on shooting him, you know, like three or four times in a row. Okay. Five oh, times in a row? Three or four or five times. Twelve times in a row? Twelve times, yeah. Baker's dozen? A baker's dozen in a row. I don't think Ryan shot him once, you know? I was like, I get it. Ryan's really good if like, he's in the corner and you're trying to make moves on him. He's just going to pick you apart because he's going to read your mind. But if you get in a straight-up gun battle with him, just look for his elbow because it's coming out before him. I'm telling you. I'm telling you guys. So, it's a secret. So, that, so then your boy Fisk, right? Boy mm. Fisk. Anyway, he Shot was, me like 30 times in a row <laughs> no but uh anyway fisk was out there again and there was a, a bunch of kids but the talent has gotten a lot better yeah. it's gotten a lot better and it's cool because it's kind of like the millennium you know um where would you I, put it like because remember how when we were going to uh, europe back in the day yeah and it was not at the level that the states was at but then a certain programs just really de- dedicated themselves the russians swedes the french they got really good right. in the span of like five years and all of a sudden right. they were able to compete at a very incredibly high level do you think that Australia could one day get there? Uh, I think one day, yeah. And, you know, I think a big thing of that will be the gun laws because right now paintball markers are considered a firearm over there. And I guess uh, Mike Wybrew, the owner of the main league over there, uh, was telling me that that law might be lifted next year, which is awesome. That that's huge. huge for paintball, you know, yeah, make it just easier for people to get their equipment, you know, easier to go out and play on the weekends, just all that kind of stuff. So I do think one day it definitely can. I think they're working on their fundamentals, which – I'm sure it came from people like Ryan, myself, other people that have gone to Australia in the past, giving them those clinics and playing with them, kind of showing them the right way to play. And, like, you notice it. You could definitely see it. And I think that's what happened in the Millennium Series. You know, you've been going over there a lot longer right. than I have. Well, did, did you go all over Australia? Or was it were you in Sydney or did you go Melbourne? I was Sydney, Melbourne. Uh, Melbourne? Melbourne, American. <laughs> no, I know. It was just, yeah, we had no, lunch the other day, course, and I was yeah. like, did you pick up an Australian accent while you were down there? You're like, no, dude, that's it's how like, it's said. I remember the first I, time I went there, I was, I was talking to this chick, and I, I said Melbourne, and she was like, whoa, whoa, we're going to have to fix this really quick. It's it's Melbourne, okay? <laughs> say it properly. I was Ever since then, I was like, all right, I got it. And so I say Melbourne to them, and they're like, oh, American, you know what you're talking about. Cool. <laughs> but uh, yeah, So that so, scored you some points with her probably, right? 
What's that? That scored you some points with her? Oh, of course. Well, I mean, not not with her, but with people after that. You know, oh, she taught yeah. me, See, right? Exactly. Me, and so. then you just take exactly. took it to the exactly. next lady. Exactly. Of that. You know? So <laughs> so just so okay, so Sydney Mel, yeah, Melbourne. 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 <laughs> and uh, yeah, Queensland. So it was it was it was short. I was in Sydney uh, for about five days, Melbourne for another five days, and we just kinda drove around Melbourne met with, like I said, a bunch of different field owners, store owners, stuff like that. Kind of talk about, you know, their plans for 2015. Uh, try to generate more interest in paintball, essentially. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. And you've been to Australia a bunch, right? Yeah. Um, I've done that same kind of tour. Uh, kind of all around. I think Marcella came with me for a little mm-hmm. bit on one of them. And then I'll just do... Uh, it's it's actually pretty, pretty hectic <clears throat> when you have to just fly from uh, state to state or city to city. You know, do a clinic the next morning, fly out that night land in a new city and then do a new one we were doing them and a shout out to our boy kaiser of course yeah oh yeah shout out to kaiser, kaiser. <laughs> yeah he's still out there yeah he's, he's doing well actually he's now uh back in his little his hometown where he grew up and is his arm is his wing fixed his yeah. arm is fixed yeah he's, he, he looks has a, a movie lot coming out too yeah, yeah. it's one of our like, so in case people sorry. out there that are listening uh kaiser he's an actor and uh and it was what it was cool was that you never know who you're gonna meet playing paintball so and it's so funny because sometimes you meet guys and they're paintball guys and you're like oh this dude's cool as hell he's a paintball dude and then he, he would always come and stay at our house when we were you know living mm-hmm. together for six years or whatever it was and um and then that one time he brought all of those the films that he'd been in yeah. and the like commercials he'd done and the shorts that he'd been in i was blown away yeah. i was like <laughs> dude you're he's good like a real deal out you're there. like yeah, the yeah. real deal man <laughs> Yeah, it was it was really cool to see. So yeah, so but uh, that's the Kaiser. thing. He's yeah, still you, playing paintball, yeah. still running through, yeah. still uh, cheating like crazy. On day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's a maniac on the field. But that was good to see him too. All right, so 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 then you went to Australia for eleven days. Have you gone anywhere else since Cup? Uh, yeah, I was uh, down in Suriname. That was an awesome adventure. That was yeah, that was after Cup. It's been a while since World Cup season is. Yeah, it has been. Is time's flying one. by? Yeah, man. time's flying by. It's almost Christmas. Um, it is. Gosh, can't wait. But uh, no, Suriname was one of the coolest places I've ever been to. That place was awesome. Kind of like what you were saying, Ryan, with Egypt. Like, just everywhere you go, yeah, see, except we had a lot of green, which was awesome. Yeah. It, was really, <laughs> that, it, it was beautiful <clears throat> to that part. Yeah. But I'm talking about, like the meat markets and just, you know, you, you see some crazy stuff when you're traveling. Absolutely. Um, it was, uh, <laughs> I showed up to the field to do the clinic, and uh, apparently the way they play paintball down there was headshots only. So <laughs> everything else doesn't count, you know, uh, and all these guys keep in mind. Are, are, <laughs> headshots head, only. Headshots Nothing only. else counts. Nothing else. Heart shots don't Nothing. count. Headshots he- only. You just wipe, about, the heart, just wipe the heart shot out? Don't even worry about Yeah, what about, what about elbow just, shots? Uh, no, yeah. uh, no elbow shots. <laughs> oh, you well, that's right. Oh, yeah. I'm going yeah. right? to move go. down to Suriname. <laughs> Ryan, you need to go there. Ryan's been there. Ryan hasn't been there. All right. Um, He's got one on you, dude. Yeah. I told you. Got I'll hold that, I guess, over for a while. You know, I need to. I take what I can. I'll use that, you know, as long as I can. I'm going to run with it. I'll milk it, you know, until the next one. I'll figure it out next year. I'm going to, you know, this year I got one. Next year will be two. And I'll just slowly you need to start intentionally out. going places. I know that's going to be tough because Ryan's been a lot of Everywhere, places. Everywhere, dude, I know. Uh, it's I know. really hard. But mm-hmm. where have you, where, like, are there places that you want to go you haven't been that maybe um, you could go with paintball? Uh, with paintball? I'm actually working with Eclipse right now uh, to create a little bit of a Thank God. documentary series. Uh, we're, we're kicking around a couple of ideas, which will be one would be, either a crossover challenge thing where we would take other professional athletes or other celebrities and, and kind of like I'll do what they do. And then, then, um, they, they get to come play paintball. So and you like oh, pat up, play football dude. and then you get yeah, just pat, well, yeah, well, yeah, well, they, they were saying Don't like maybe that. some, some skydivers or some more extreme stuff. Um, I'm not going to play football 
I don't think. Well, maybe, whatever. You should do stuff, like, because, I mean, you're really fit, but you're not that big of a dude. So definitely do some stuff that's, like, where your agileness and, Mm -hmm. like, natural athleticism and not the fact that you're not 6'5 and 400 pounds is not going to get you just destroyed. I I would maybe try ping pong. Yeah, that could be a good You're a good ping pong player. Yeah, but those guys who are really good... They're, they're yeah, that's really a whole nother, good. That's a whole nother level. Um, I'm pretty sure yeah, but I you're really good you. at paintball. But so they could destroy you in ping pong and beat you like whatever mm-hmm. their score that mm-hmm. is to win to nothing. And then you can come out <laughs> to nothing and shoot them a bunch. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> to nothing. Um, well, the other, the other project that, that they had also uh, brainstormed or, or come, up, come up with was uh, it would be uh, like a bucket list challenge. So I would come up with three of my top bucket list things and it would go onto an online voting and the, the fans and, and everybody God, following it would say, say we've look, been, I've been wanting really, to see this. We've been talking about this for years. Mm-hmm. This is absolutely Leds and the best of the boys at Planet. So glad that they're looking at doing yeah, this. Yeah, and, and what I've wanted to do, I, I really want to go to India. I know it's going to be a little bit of like Egypt as far as the, the cleanliness and the amount of people and it's kind of like a little scummy, but I Dude, still want to go Dave. there. Yeah, Dave Baines. Yeah, but it's going to be hard to get him off the... But regardless of, of he's of like who a I king over in India. He is actually. Yeah, the, the, I know. I've jo- I remember joking with him about mm-hmm. this before. He keeps saying like, anytime that we want, we want yeah, to go. He's, he's like, like, let's go. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You should go. I mean, and that, maybe that's not the you don't want to roll in style. You want to go like. No, I do want. I do. Don't get me wrong. I want to roll in style. But well, so so here here's what kind of where, where this kind of idea sparked was last year when I was in South Africa with Steve uh, from HK Army. We took a wrong turn and we ended up in this like shanty town village. Zimbabwe. Like, no, this is in South Africa. No, I'm just... I'm oh, just <laughs> yeah, we took a wrong turn and ended up in Zimbabwe. Uh, and we had a bunch of those white Dynasty shirts just laying around. And there were, like, these, you know, kids playing oh, around. the so white we, Dynasty shirts? How did you have the white Dynasty shirts there? The, like, the ones we the had The ones, the like, the world... Yeah, the world tour ones, yeah. yeah. So, well, the ones that HK made. So, oh, okay. we had, like, like 20 of them. So, we stopped along the side of the road, and we're like, whatever, let's give these out to these kids. And all the kids obviously nice. loved them. And so my cat that died getting hit by a car was buried in a dynasty t-shirt. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Mr. Sniffles. That's a small aside, but I just wanted to. Just same, to same sort of idea. Yeah. yeah like not, a dead, not, like, not, a, not because I was, you were, you were burying kids in yeah, dynasty shirts. Exactly. <laughs> but back to what I was saying is that that's kind of the idea that I'd proposed was let me go somewhere and play, play paintball in and show that people can play paintball on you. There's other, there's other sides to just going out and, just grinding. Well, it's more of like the lifestyle yeah, thing. Yeah, the lo- because, lifestyle. And not only that, but there, I love the, the other athlete stuff because, man, how many countless music people, athletes, whatever, just it's such an incredibly varied sport. So many people play it all over the world. Mm-hmm. And we've met some amazing humans along this ride, which is one of the fun things of doing it. Um, but I think that's really kind of a cool thing to kind of try to highlight that side of things because right. it'll open a whole new door for everyone that hasn't seen that before, you know, yeah. and it would just be a really cool piece of content. To see yeah, of I course. Think it'd be I, I think it's awesome. Yeah. And, and, and it, it'll be fun. And it'll cool. show, it'll show it a new light, you know, and depending on, on which Avenue we decide to go with, uh, it'll, it'll show, you know, there's other cool stuff about paintball and there's other cool stuff about the world. It'll, it'll showcase some of the personalities in paintball as we grab other people and, and show how many people really do enjoy it. You know, so. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to be in that. All right, so talking about saving babies. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you got him jealous again, right? Yeah, well, he'll do that in a couple right, years. Yeah, like five, like five, five, five six <laughs> years. No, no. All right. He'll hit that. Yeah, on to the next topic, please. <laughs> All right, so Ryan, you were saving yes. babies in Oh, the charity Mexico. work that, it, that, that we did. Um, so well, actually, so last weekend there were two charities that I was involved in. One was the Peace Fund Games, which was a you know more or less like a big, tur- a big game tournament for mm-hmm. uh, some celebrities and, and whatnot. <clears throat> up at the paintball park at Camp Pendleton. 
And we had some of the dynasty guys go out, and it would basically be one celebrity signed up with or uh, together with a, a pro. And uh, and then we kind of showed them the ropes and play paintball on the on the, the fields and stuff like that. And th all that stuff went to each each person, each celebrity got their own charity to donate for. And the one that I signed up for <clears throat> was the Door of Faith Orphanage in in Baja, Mexico. And Why'd you choose that one? Uh, a friend of mine had recommended, or a friend of mine had told me about it. And he which, was who? Which friend? Uh, his his name is Jason Her Jason Herrick from uh, this company called Fortune uh, Industries or Fortune Clothing down in San Diego. So they've been doing this every year for the last several years and donating, you know, five thousand, seven thousand, ten thousand dollars to this orphanage down in uh, southern uh, Mexico. And uh, and so he was telling me about it and and asking if I would be want to be involved and and help out. And I was like, yeah, whatever I can do. <clears throat> and so that. That went on to the Sunday. I went down to um, the orphanage with, mm -hmm. with we took like a, two, a little bus tour down there, and you know we got to play with the kids. And so Saturday was the Saturday was event, the peace fun, and event. then Sunday. You went yeah, there they were two completely separate things, but okay. but each each celebrity and each uh, pro pro player was able to choose a charity of their of their uh, liking mm -hmm. to donate to, um, or it would all go to the peace fund games, and they would they would throw it out into each whatever their charity would be. Um, so yeah, I, cho I chose this one just because a friend of mine had mentioned it to me, uh, and then yeah, we went down there and, and like we did like arts and crafts. You know, it was a little play day with the kids, and, and then the guy kind of explained about the orphanage, and it was actually really cool because it was a really well kept orphanage. And, and I've done stuff in in East Africa where I've kind of visited those little villages and mm -hmm. some of those orphanages there, and this one was a lot in a lot better shape, especially for you know you think Mexico, it's kind of going to be kind of dingy, but it was it was really clean. It was really cool. They they treated all the kids, and as a matter of fact, they say that that the majority of the the alumni from this little school orphanage yeah. so are more putting the door of faith orphanage on their resume was more likely to get them chosen to like for jobs at like hotels or anything in the service industry because they're uh, they grew up learning like customer service and they they really yeah so they teach them like how to get jobs when they're they're older and and so the uh, you know the rate of like acceptance in schools and other things it, it is a lot higher because these kids are a bilingual and b they have a lot of the up, upbringing they get is is really nice that's awesome yeah man. so it's cool for you yeah thanks yeah so yeah it was it was yeah, a cool little thing known fact man ryan does charity work you also yeah. give did you do your standard uh thanksgiving giveaway with the homeless people um yeah, because well, you've been doing took, that for a yeah, couple of years now. So what I, do I don't want to put you on the spot. No, no, no. You didn't do it this year. The years <laughs> no, you did, I did it in the I did, past, is still. I, did, but it, I just, I didn't so know. So I grab all the extra clothing that I have and on all that and all that stuff. And so I did it over Thanksgiving, and I'll probably do it again for Christmas because I stay down here. Mm -hmm. And I'll bring down uh, basically a big box of clothing to that one corner. I don't know exactly how to describe it. I know where it. the corner is. <laughs> you know? It's by where I do the VO for uh, the Planet Eclipse series. Yeah. The studio, Capricorn Studios mm -hmm. in San Diego, is right around the st street yeah. from that one line. I think it's, uh, I can't remember the, the street, but it, yeah, I know exactly mm -hmm. what you're talking about, where it's just homeless people in there. It's like a little shanty homeless town, essentially. Yeah. yeah. And and so I'll bring like, I'll bring a bunch of clothes. So rather than bringing it to Goodwill, who profits off of it, or give it to like, throw it in a box somewhere and it's like out of sight out of mind i want to actually see that people or just are put it in an alley yeah. somewhere in pb yeah the roving bands of <laughs> yeah you can do that too. you, you can put, put anything yeah, couches, if you're in pacific yeah. beach california and you want something and you want to throw it away just, just put it in the, the alley, alley <laughs> and there will be somebody will come and pick it, yeah, it up it'll, it'll be gone it'll be gone it'll in be hours. hours depending on what alley you put it in but yeah. if you put it in the epicenter of pb oh yeah dude like when i lived down there anything you wanted gone it's like oh we got this mattress here yeah put it in the alley man put it in the alley it'll be gone in an hour just put it in the back of the truck 
kind of shimmy it off, get in the truck, and gun it, and the thing will just fly out of the back, and you're just we're pinning it out of there. Because I don't know how legal that is, but it's not whatever. legal at all. No. But it's efficient. It's, yeah, it's, it's efficient. a recycling mechanism, yeah. man. Yeah. I mean, I don't know where it goes or who grabs it. I mean, I've seen the dudes in trucks. And they'll just be driving by. It'll be a beat up pickup truck, and they'll just have bikes and mattresses and clothes and whatever. And they just drive up and mm-hmm. down those alleys every day and pick stuff up. Yeah. Huh. And and I've also uh, well, I've always toyed around with this idea because right around the corner is that that Del Taco and all that other stuff. And I want to just buy a bunch of food and kind of give it out too. But I think that's kind of like I don't know. I I know they'll eat it, but I don't want to give them crappy. Crappy food. So I'm, I'm still trying to think of, hey, of dude, a good Del, way of giving Del food. Taco's delicious. It's delicious. You're right. I like my Del Taco. I, mean, no, I love it. You know, but, <laughs> I mean, uh, there so, was a Del Taco by the paint by, by uh, Pendleton. Mm-hmm. And we used to, oh, yeah, chili cheese chili fries. Chili cheese fries from Del Taco <laughs> are delicious. They got yeah. those like the crispy French fries. They're all wedges. Mm. Um, yeah. God, I love mm-hmm. those things. Yeah. So let's talk <clears throat> before we go to the changes real quick. Um, unless there's any other adventures you guys have been on. Not really. Yeah, I think that I mean, was it. But yeah. I mean, those, those like Malaysia. We were in, I was in Malaysia. Did a day in Tokyo. Oh, yeah, Actually, that's, right. well, that's what's really cool is I, I ate at this. Uh, so I went to Tokyo on a layover, took the train in, did a quick like 12 or 15 hours. If you ever have the chance, Marcella, to fly through Tokyo, get um, oh, this a long, extra long layover, extra long layover yeah. and I'll, I'll give you the, the exact route of things you need to do. And it's well, let's give, give the people right now. So you land, you land at like, I landed at like 630 in the morning. Uh, cleared customs, ran straight to the, the Tokyo Express, which is about an hour and 20 minutes or an hour and a half. It's like 35 bucks. Uh, you go to Tokyo Central Station. From there, I take a cab to the, the Tsujiki. I'm saying butchering that. Yeah. It's the, a fish, fish market. market. Yeah. It's, it's a the, world famous fish it's market. The it's biggest, the most famous fish yeah, market yeah. in the world. Unreal. I saw that. Unreal. Like, I don't know. There might be whales in there they're selling. <laughs> Who knows, dude? The, <laughs> the thing no, is there so are. big. <laughs> they yeah. do have whales. And there. they have like the tuna auction, but you have to be there at 5 a.m. for that. So I miss the tuna auction every time. But. <laughs> You're not going to buy tuna from them. No, but I want to watch it happen. Like yeah. these giant blue fins. Yeah. They go for like $200,000. So the opening, the when they open that market, the very first the inauguration, inaugural day, the highest one usually sells for like a million bucks. Yeah. Which is insane. Well, I don't know but, about, I, they, they, they keep setting records for them yeah. because they're dying, which is that, yeah. and this is bad because yeah. that's a whole other topic and we don't have a lot of time today, but... Um, but yes. So let me, I, let me, let me, let me, let me, oh, good. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I totally forgot I was talking about, uh, Suriname paintball. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to get back to that <laughs> after, after Ryan's done talking. Okay. <laughs> All right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Right. I don't know how we got off that. that. So but. quick, quick. So the quick day, right. I'm going to go really quickly. Steal his glory right now, bro. So, oh, hit, so yeah, you go to the, you go. go to the fish market, <laughs> then you go eat sushi, like breakfast sushi at one of the really famous spots. Now you can tell there's two of them there that are the most famous, the well, the, out of the three most famous. Is that the one that the, the documentary world. was done about? No, the documentary is done in the one that it's a sushi six month, or? six month waiting list to get there. And it's in one of the subway stations, but it's oh, like, yeah, it's $300 right. a plate. Yeah. So I didn't have time for that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <Worth> <laughs> <the> <laughs> money really at that point. Uh, but I went and ate at the other one, one of these other ones, it's like Daichiki, dai Daisiki sushi. And it's like, there's a line, like a 30, 45 minute wait, uh, and somehow I kind of went up there and just, I was by myself. You know what? Like, <clears throat> maybe. Isn't that what like African-American Muslims wear or something? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's know. why I might be butchering it a little bit. <laughs> I don't, just can't remember. So I, you know like when you're, when you're skiing and you walk, you like the single line? Oh, and you got yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, cruised yeah. by everybody. Oh yeah, I, I inadvertently did that by walking up, kind of looking at the menu, and be like, uh, and like, "How many in your body?" I'm like one, and then I was like, "Ah, oh, tight, I'm right in here." So I kind of snaked everybody, but it was amazing. It was the most, it was the freshest nice. sushi you're gonna get anywhere in the world because you're right across the street from where they ship all the sushi to everybody. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, so after that, uh, jumped into the subway, which is actually kind of difficult to navigate, but you'll you can figure it out. Uh, and then I run to the Imperial Palace, run around there. 
really quickly. Then I go to uh, Harajuku, which is that <clears throat> that street where I've listened, all this gnarly I've Gwen Stefani. I've listened to the Gwen Stefani yeah. song, yeah. That's all this gnarly, like, everything style. that you see. Yeah, it's style. Like weird. It's, it's like the weird, it's weird style. Yeah, That's weird style. Free, that, I had an amazing time in Japan when I went there. It was I got people dress like superheroes. I've got a really cool like so Japan weird. story that I can't tell now because we don't have a lot enough time and I want to get these rules. But <laughs> the one thing that weirded me out about Japan, a couple there's a couple things, but one of them was just how bizarre the style mm-hmm. was over there. Mm-hmm. So bizarre, and that you know that is what oh, it is. that's their norm. That's their though, thing. You know? That's cool. Exactly, that's yeah. your thing. But <laughs> being from where we're from, I was just a little blown weird, away. blown away by mm-hmm. like. The, just that what was like the cool style. I don't think yeah. they have mirrors. I don't, I don't think they have mirrors when they drive. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> yeah. that, that's just, really Maybe funny. they just don't have mirrors. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. <laughs> but you know what's also really fascinating about that city is it's, you know, one of the, I think the third largest city in the world, maybe. Tokyo, fourth? I think is the biggest city. Might be the, okay, other so, than Mexico. You, there's 25 million people. At, it's probably more than that now. Maybe 30 yeah, million people. Something like that. In, in Tokyo proper, the right. whole big deal. It's just a sprawling metropolis. It's unbelievable. It's like going, you go to New York. I remember because I, I was in New York, came home, went right to Tokyo, and it blew me away how much bigger Tokyo was mm-hmm. than New York. Like it puts New York to shame as far as yeah. just massiveness. Wow. And, and comparing to, to New York, one of the other big cities is this is what, what I found the most fascinating is you can't find a piece of trash anywhere. No. So you, can, you can go to like what you think would be like, you go to a gas station, like in, in the, I don't, I don't understand. There's just not even a piece of, there's not even a gum wrapper on the gum. I, I wrote an article one time about that experience <clears throat> and it was, it seemed to me that like, I don't know when this happens, but uh, there's gotta be some like robotic little things that come out and just scour <laughs> the city at night for all trash <laughs> because it is, there, there aren't know, even like in when alleys. When you come from New York and you're like, you walk two steps, you're like, that smells like shit. Next, yeah. next step, <laughs> pizza. Next step, perfume. Next step, you know, it's just garbage. Like, yeah. And there's this all, and there's garbage on the street. Like Tokyo was the exact opposite of that. It's, it's unbelievable. unbelievable. With yeah. that, with 30 million people yeah. living there. Plus, I think that culture, they really preach like the whole idea of everybody doing stuff for them, for the community and for yeah. each other. And they're all yeah, really so. respectful, which is what I like, which yeah. you don't find a lot in Asia. Yeah. You know, like when you go, yeah. when you go like kind of like Southern Asia, China, they'll, you give them a, you give them an inch, they'll take it from, you know, yeah, like, sure. <laughs> so yeah, it's, definitely. yeah. Anyway, so then I, you just cruise through there uh, and then I went back on the, the subway and head back, headed back for like a quick little shower at the, at the lounge and. And then some sushi, more sushi and back to the paintball <laughs> to, yeah. grind. All right. So we're, again, we don't have a lot of time tonight. Um, so yeah. Awesome. <laughs> oh, Marcel, Marcel is upset. It's all right. We don't Certain need to. Pa- oh, yeah. Headshots. Headshots. Right. Headshots. Okay. Headshot, right. headshot. right. This is like actually important stuff. All right. You know, Ryan's was fun and stuff. But yeah. Okay. I, I'll keep it really quick just because I'm so stoked on certain on paintball. Because yeah. like I said, headshots I only. down there, headshots only. Unlimited balls per second, uncapped, fully auto, whatever so you want. So headshots only to. count. Uh, <laughs> chainsaws for twenty-five guns. balls a second, full auto. Just hold the trigger down and it just goes right. And they played on these scenario-style fields. It's like, but I, I talk. <laughs> I kind of sounds there was, awesome. There was there was not one airball field down in Suriname. So I was, you know, at first I was like, okay, well this is gonna be a totally different clinic than I've ever taught in my life. Mm-hmm. You know what? What exactly is their goal? You know, because then I can, you know, figure out what I need to do to help them. And so I was talking with the field owner that brought me down there, Philip. Um, and uh, you know what they want to do is they want to start moving towards uh, tournament style paintball. And he starts telling me all these rules, like he- they do headshot only, unlimited this, unlimited that. And I'm like, oh man, I was like, well. And you knew you knew none of this. None of this. You thought you're going this. like, oh, there's gonna be airball fields, oh, typical yeah, total, PSP typical rules, stuff, exactly. everything. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> you know, so I was like, well, if that is the goal, you guys want to eventually get to the tournament scene, and you guys. Are interested in what we do what we do you know as professionals and you guys watch the webcast and that's the type of paintball you want then i would just cut it off 
right now and say, all right, these are the new rules. We're going to implement them, like it or not. And he was really scared to do that because he was like, you know, I don't, I don't want to uh, scare my customers away by making these drastic changes. And then, uh, you know, for some reason they don't like it. We should ease into this, you know, this and that. And I was like, you know, I understand your position on that. Maybe I'll talk to the guys in the morning and go from there. So in the morning before the clinic even started, I sat everybody down and I said, before we start this clinic, I want to know what your guys' goal is. I want to know if you guys want to eventually play tournament paintball or if you guys want to do this kind of paintball because I could teach you for both. You yeah. know, I could, we could work on fundamentals. We could work on and, this. And that's legit because, it, you know, again, we, and we, this is a reoccurring theme because this is the truth. Paintball has a lot of variations. Almost un- not unlimited. Nothing's quite that way with this sport. But so many different permutations Absolutely. of the game. Yeah. Pump. Mm-hmm. You, know, you could play slide free model cockers. You could play 25 balls a second, only headshots on a <laughs> oh, big like scenario field. <laughs> You know, so, but yeah, that's a legit. Exactly. So, you know, I asked him and everybody was really stoked to play tournament paintball. So I was like, all right, this is going to take another, it's an extra 30 minutes, but we're all going to change our guns. And keep in mind, it was funny. Most of them had scenario style guns, you know, like the uh, rifle looking ones, Tipman, stuff like that. So yeah, they're playing uh, war out there. Yeah, totally playing war. Right. Um, And so anyway, we changed all the rules. And it was funny because you, you, there was a lot of playing on that day. I'm sure you can imagine people get shot and they don't even realize they're supposed to be out. You know, they have three hits on their arm. But uh, so we changed all the rules and started implementing, you know, the tournament style rules, you know. And uh, everybody had such a good time. By the end of the day, almost all of them wanted to buy electronic markers, you know, like tournament style ones that didn't have a stock on them and look like an AK-47. Um, they were all really excited about it. The, the field owner is actually in the process of getting an airball field and wiping out that scenario field that he had that we were playing on, um, which is it's awesome because that's an entire market, an entire uh, country that is now playing the type of paintball that, you know, we're pushing, you know, and I'm, I'm a fan of both. If people are playing paintball, that's really all that matters to me. Mm-hmm. But obviously, speedball, airball, that's the PSP, those kind of rules. That's that's your I, bread and butter. Exactly, that's my bread and butter. Yeah. So um, it was really cool to see their excitement for it and see them make an entire shift from what they were playing paradigm to shift. total paradigm shift. Exactly, yeah. you know? And they fully believe that this is the way paintball should be played now. I'm glad like, that you brought stuff. that up because that is a really cool thing. Uh, again, you know, whatever style of paintball you think is the most fun that you want to play, so many different ways to do that. But it is, sure. but but they all have their merits as far as fun is concerned. I can't, I've been, always been just drive me batshit crazy all the time when I hear these guys are like, oh, pump's the only way to play. All you tournament guys are a bunch of <laughs> pussies, you know? And then, like, or guys that are, you know, all that, just all that, like, back and forth. Right. It's like, yeah. that's like the right hand telling the left hand that it's stupid or your lungs telling your heart that, it, you know, you're cowardly and <laughs> yeah. you should be pumping blood. It's like, no, the lungs <laughs> process oxygen and the heart pumps blood, man. It's all paintball, right. dude. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Mm-hmm. Like, yes... You know, like heading into some of the things we're going to talk about, this pertains to the game at its highest level, the tip of the spear, whatever metaphor you want to lose, use. But it, but it's, but at the, but it always bears repeating that. Look, whatever style of paintball, whatever paintball player you are, it's like being a surfer, a waterman. You know, if you want to, you know, like the guys that tread short boards will talk shit on the dudes that have stand up paddle boards, and the guys yeah, that love longboard just chilling and just doing their thing, or like, oh, you guys are, sh-. and that that argument went on for a long time with those guys, but. It's just one of those things, so that's kind of cool. All right, so let's let's jump into these changes here because again we're running out Got of time. Got to squeeze my story in. That yes. was a good story. <laughs> yeah, it was a good story. Again, we're running out of time though. So, so let's jump into these questions again. Here, so here are the, the the changes that are happening to the PSP. In case you didn't listen to the last one with me and Todd, or haven't followed the novel that is the uh, <laughs> the, the, the PB Nation <laughs> posts. And uh, yeah, I mean, just go to PB Nation and, and check out the changes. And like, my God, it's it's 
it's like 30 million pages long at this point. Actually, it's more like 33 or seven or whatever. It's a lot. Anyway, so, all right. So the changes are uh, the pros, you guys have to walk the fields at the event Thursday morning at like 10 a.m. You guys are going to be able to go out. You do not get to play the field before that. That's the first change. Second change is uh, um, it's now semi-auto, so you don't have ramping anymore. As it stands right now, I talked to Lane today. Um, he said that as it stands currently, there is no cap. They are debating whether or not to place a cap on the semi-auto, uh, so that may or may not happen. And we do not, if there is a cap, they do not know, or I, I can't, I, I don't know where the cap's going to be yet. Okay, so that's where it stands currently. This second, the third change is no coaching from the uh, from at all. There's no coaching, so you can't have your boy stand in the side or on in the stands and whistle the codes or yell weasel five or whatever your california baby apple right. whatever your weird code is that you've named bunkers you that so that doesn't exist anymore so um and the purpose of this from the psp is that they are trying to make these changes to benefit um just the purity of the game you know like to make it more about skill and less about all the other bullshit so that's that's the deal so those are the changes, and we had a bunch of people on Facebook ask questions, so I'm just going to start throwing these questions at you guys, and then based on what you feel about the changes and what you, how it's going to affect the game or your, your teams, that's what kind of a lot of these are about, like how do you think it's going to affect your team or that sort of stuff. First question. <clears throat> Within Pro Paintball, there seems to be this mindset that players shouldn't jump to whatever team cuts them the fattest paycheck. This is one of your things, Ryan, as it takes away from the rawness of why we play the sport. Alternatively, uh, there's another train of thought where people want paintball to be televised on ESPN, where we want big-name sponsors and the prevalence of financial formalities that resemble the NFL, NBA, etc. Where do you guys stand on the divide between the existence of our sport versus trying to bring in more money, and can the two coexist? And this comes from Simon Stanway, actually, who has another amazing question, which, yeah, this guy's just asking ace questions. <laughs> so, uh, so, all right, go, go for it. What do you guys think? Well. Uh you uh, go ahead, Ryan. Take it away, man. Well, take you know, like because <laughs> you've you've spouted off about this before. You know, you yeah. turned down big money offers right. to go play for other teams to stay on mm -hmm. Dynasty. Yeah, I mean, eventually, it's definitely. <laughs> I'm sure that I can speak with Marcella too. Is yeah, if we had bigger name sponsors and, and there were big money deals, and there are some in here, I guess, just comparatively for what else is out there. Um, yeah, we would love to. We would love to take more money and there would be great if there was an influx of cash so that all the teams were somewhat level so there aren't the the randys the barts um you know the cjs the guys who are paying the big bucks to those guys uh on the on their teams you know like but at the same time you can't you can't say that it's going to ruin the sport it's going to only make it better like look at the other major uh sports out there professional sports yeah football players basketball players baseball players those guys are making big dough and they do. There isn't. They, they do float around from team to team, but that doesn't. That doesn't make. That doesn't have an adverse effect on. You know, Marcelo wants to go play ba basketball. He's still going to go play, and he's going to enjoy it. Just just because Kobe's making thirty million dollars a year isn't going to affect him in any any negative way. You know, so I think it'd be great if we can get it tele televised and make some cash off of it. This is such a longer conversation than we have, but <laughs> but uh, but no, but uh, but yeah. So we're just, okay. So Marcelo, what do you think? Uh, I mean, I. I look at all sports the same way. I mean, I feel like uh, there needs to be more of a sense of loyalty to your team. And, you know, unless unless the paycheck is way more than what you're getting and it's going to change your life substantially, you know, then I, yeah. then I agree with it. Then, you know, sometimes you have to do what's best for you. Um, but other than that, you, you got to be happy with what you're doing. And that's mm -hmm. actually even more, not just paintball, I feel that way with anything in life. And that's why I've 
dedicated so much of my time to be able to do paintball as my full-time job is because I love it so much, you know, and I can't imagine myself doing anything else. Same thing with, with playing on a team. I wouldn't want to play on a team that I don't get along with the guys, don't feel comfortable, can't be myself, you know, even if I was getting paid a significant amount, you know. For me, it just wouldn't be worth it. Um, you know, if you compare it to other sports like the NBA, NFL, stuff like that, uh, they have a little less control, you know, because they have general managers and stuff like that that handle the trading. So sometimes they don't even have the control over it, but it really frustrates me when I see them, you know, leave for a, what they consider a larger paycheck when they're already making millions, you know? And yeah. it, it, to me, it doesn't make sense once you get to that point. Yeah, or you win the Super Bowl. You win the Super Bowl and you're like, I'm out. It, exactly, yeah. You Why know, wouldn't like, you just stay with dude, your team and it, win another one? Yeah, unless you don't, like you said, unless you're not happy with your current situation, then, then, by all means, get out. Like that's why our team has done so well, is because our the people who play on our team are happy. They want. To we go. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. We don't pay people because we don't have any money. <laughs> so yeah. you don't pay people. Pay people cash. No, no. We give. We give some guys. We give guys guns, and we try. We try to give people as much as we can. Whatever yeah. we have, we'll, we're going to give out to make everybody happy. Yeah. But the surplus you know, goes around. Yeah, if it there goes is around. One. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I mean, for someone to come up to us, you know, some players will come up and be like, "Okay, I really want to play with you guys, but I need thirty thousand dollars cash." It's like. Man, I wish I, you know, I, I wish, wish I we could, had to give it to you. But I'd I wish you'd give you yeah, 30 grand. You know, like maybe start with, hey, I'd love to play with you, but I'm hurting financially, and we should start there rather than be like, dude, it'd be so much fun to play with you guys. But can I get like, thir- I'm going to need like 30 G's though. Like, <laughs> man, <laughs> I, I wish, like I said, I wish I could. I'm wondering if, I, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, been, I'm yeah, guessing you've been having a couple yeah, of these yeah, conversations. Yeah, we've had these conversations. Dude, I love you guys, man. I just really want to play with you guys. I'm going to need 30 G's. <laughs> That's all they're asking for? Just 30 G's. You know, just 30 grand. No big deal. Like, you can come to me that check. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. So um, I I, I do agree with what you guys are saying. Um, You know, I mean, I I feel I only played for one team my entire life, even though I, uh, at least once I got on the Ironman. Team names. Yeah. The main guys went to excessive. So I'm on that page Mm -hmm. for sure. But I do understand the kind of meat hook reality of some of these guys that it's like, if you're going to be able to get a couple grand a month to do paintball, that's the difference between not having to work a regular job. And, and just barely existing on paintball, even that's you're still better existence, but you can devote yourself to that. So, But it's tough for that. It's really hard. And, you know, also I think another thing comes into it as well, and you can relate it to the Carl Markowski move, not necessarily for money, but maybe just a change of, of pace. And I think for Carl, him playing on X-Factor, I think it's going to be pretty huge for them. Honestly. Yeah, I think and it's, it's going to be good for It's him good for too. Carl. It's good. I mean, he liked it on, on Shock, but it just – he you know, and he had just got back into it, so – you know, like a year and a half ago, and mm-hmm. he just wanted to go to a team that had like a really good chance to win, and where he, you know, wasn't paying for practice paint and right. having to like, right. you know, right. spend money to drive and that sort of stuff. But you know, he still loves the shot guys, and he kind of really didn't want to leave. But with his life situation, wife, regular job, like it was really, really difficult for him to continue to do mm-hmm. what he was doing. And he's so good that like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, I, if I was anybody out there at money, I would be picking Carl up. But yeah. Um, but anyway, all right, so again, not a lot of time, so we got to move on. I feel like we really need a part two to this. Um, but yeah, so <clears throat> do you feel that this comes from Chris Emerson? Do you feel that the new changes in the pro league are positive to the evolution of the type of player competing in the pro division? I'm sorry, I said that again, Maddie. Uh, do you feel that the new changes mm-hmm. for the pro league mm-hmm. are positive to the evolution to the type of player competing in the pro division? Uh, I do. I mean, I think... I think any change is good, to be honest. I really like when the league is making changes. I agree that change is good if it's a good change. And yeah. I agree with these changes uh, for the most part. As, but 
But uh, but I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just I to me it shows that they're trying to do stuff to yes. to make it better. You know that's that's what it says to me. So, you know whether it works or not, I'm sure they'll try again next year if it doesn't. But I think it very well could. You know, and so I'm open to it. Yes. Um, I think it's going to put a lot of the skill back into the sport. Shooting semi-automatic. I think uh, that is a skill that got lost throughout the years. Is you have to actually pull your trigger instead of having it heavily assisted by your guns and whatever your gun could program mm -hmm. you know uh footballs don't have a little motor in them to go faster when you throw it you know what i mean like they, they just don't however strong your arm is that's how far the ball's gonna go um so to me i think i think it completely makes sense and uh if you came into paintball recently you're probably used to the the ramping guns and stuff like that and you probably have never shot a semi-automatic gun if you started playing in the past few years because no league has done that you know the nppl did but they're not around anymore. You that leads into another question. I just want to throw okay. this one at you because it's kind of speaking to what you're talking about right now. And I want to get in as many of these mm -hmm. questions as possible. It said some of the younger pro players in the PSP have possibly never even fired their mark markers in semi-auto. Mm, I don't know about that, uh, but probably not play with them a lot. Do you think that this will negatively affect certain individuals and possibly create an even larger divide between the champs and challengers? Uh, any specific younger players on your team that you will be concerned with being capable of keeping up with the top tier gun skills and field awareness? Well, I don't like to use that word negative, <coughs> to be honest. It's going to be a challenge for a lot of them for sure. I don't think it's a negative thing, but it's definitely going to be a challenge for people that aren't used to playing that way because you, I mean, you have to, there's an old saying in paintball, walk the trigger, <laughs> which we don't, you know, we like don't even use that anymore because you don't need to, uh, but well, now you it, do. <laughs> it changes everything when you're running and shooting and you can't just, you know, use one finger to pull the trigger and, and get a rope of paint out, you know, it changes the whole dynamic of what you're doing. So, um, I think it's going to be a huge challenge to a lot of the players that have never done that. It's definitely going to take them some time to practice, whether they're laning off the break, running and shooting, snap shooting even, because, you know, when you get, when your gun starts ramping, every time you come out, it shoots, you know, two or three balls. And now it's just one ball, unless you're actually shooting that. on it. See, uh, and I me, love that's it too. That's to, like, me. to me, that, I loved paintball because of the gunfight. That yeah. was, that's what I loved about well, the game. I mean, many different elements right. of it, but when you lock in with another guy and you have to shoot that guy and he's trying to shoot you, that focal point, that moment, that moment of mind where everything goes away and you have to do, obviously, in other, you're, you're still processing the other variables. But having to win that fight, uh -huh. to me, that's what paintball was about For because sure. that's, what, that's the base of everything. The, the sure. gunfight is the base of everything. That is and who's so, going to be the alpha in this yeah, situation. Exactly. You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're trying to kill want. me and yeah. I'm trying to kill uh -huh. you. That's why I play the game. That's right. why I started playing the game in the beginning. And I just always loved that. I remember when I was getting later in my career and people were like, why are you still doing this? You know, like you've won some stuff and you played on big teams and kind of traveled the world. And I was like, I still love the gunfight. I still love that moment, you know. So I, I do agree with you. Ryan, what do you think? Yeah, it's definitely going to affect people, you know. It's going to hurt some guys. But uh, as far as the evolution, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to teach a lot of kids or a lot of the younger guys how to play paintball, really. Like, because we grew up – I grew up in the woods. You know, you, you do the same yeah, thing, you know. Mm -hmm. So So – we came from i've gone through every single phase of the electronic to the or the pneumatic to the electronic to ramping to no ramping to cap to this that so so i'm used to how that you the, left the cheater boards out he had that yeah and then there's the, yeah and those guys that's another thing and there was robots that that test your gun to make sure that that your gun is not ramping or shooting yeah, but too much think, did you ever have a cheater board no yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah well no i remember for a couple there was a couple years where you guys were using angels 
that didn't have cheater boards. No, and, and everybody else. We had and angels with revolutions. Yeah, and everyone else with telefeeds and all. Everybody else had. Uh, I know when you Bob got the Long shockers, I, and that was a big move to that. But yeah, uh, but yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah. Every every everybody had these boards and their guns where you pull the trigger two times and then twenty two balls a second. It's twenty two balls a second off the break, or, you know. And some of the guys on Infamous even had boards that increased the dwell. Anyway, so so back to what I'm saying. So the velocity would. So be the high. velocity yeah, would be no, higher, which is gnarly. yeah, that's pretty gnarly. <laughs> but you know, it's it's the same thing. Like okay. Is, are, are guys in baseball using steroids? Yeah. So right. if he's doing it, right. then what's to say that the competitive edge isn't isn't on the same level playing field? Yeah. Now, now back to the evolution. Like these guys are some of the kids are going to have to learn quickly, you know, because there's no coaching on the sidelines. So so those guys that were just like sitting there staring at the net, waiting for their call to come in and pop up and shoot across the field. Mm-hmm. Well, all those all those variables are going to change for them, you know. And it's going to be very difficult for some people to. And if they don't know the enough. field too, yeah, oh yeah. If you haven't walked the field well yeah. enough, or you or your mind is not evolved enough at mm-hmm. the paintball game to process all of those different options right. and know in certain situations what you're going to do, and now you don't have any help, and you don't have any help from your gun. I mean, dude, I'm like. Yes, I awesome. I want to see what's going to happen. I want to see what's going to happen. I think it's a, there's a big question mark now. You know, it's like yeah. Marcelo. Before we started, you had said something about the Russians. You know, who are an amazing program over time. But some of the younger kids they've come, they brought up, they might not have ever really played. No, in even semi-auto. the even the older guys, Fedorov, Mishka, Malloy. I mean, they they're straight out ballers. You know, so I mean, I don't think it's going to hurt them too much. But I really, other than the quick stint they had in seven man when did they come over back in 2007 something yeah like that. well they played over in europe a lot well i don't but it, yeah and i don't think misha's gonna have a exactly. problem because misha's uh, i don't i mean federal's a master but it is an interesting qu- i think to me it's the question is right. what's going right. to happen right. i want to see that i want to mm. know right. you know like who are like even like take a, a team like thunder like thunder just brought a bunch of the older school naughty dog guys back they have these younger guys that they're you know beasts that they've been training for a while and if I was Corey Field, I'd be stoked right now because I'm like, okay, the field layout comes out at the event. So all the teams look more money. Maybe they get a couple hours on a field, like a couple, you know, down the way or something. But a couple hours is not three weeks. Yeah. You know, that's a big difference. So, okay, they get a couple hours on the field. So they may know a little bit more about lanes than we do. But now I still got guys that, can, that know how to walk fields. I got younger kids that, you know, we've been training in the old school mentality. I, you know, it just it raises a lot of questions that we're going to see answered. And you know what else I really like about it? I love that it's going to force your team to stick together after your games yeah force all the teams to stick together and watch other teams play because i, I guarantee you i'll be at almost every game because there's going to be there's uh, amazing we players missed, yeah. that are going to do things i'm like wow I, I totally missed that when i walked the field i didn't know that you could get that shot or look at this mistake this guy made you know what i mean it brings scouting oh, back into absolutely it. Yeah. it totally brings it back into yeah. it uh it brings strategy experience it brings back the rawness of of not just running plays over and over and over in practice to where you can lock in this like one play that you go here, shoot cross field, and just you get stuck into this little rut almost, you know? It brings back the raw paintball. Like you yeah. have to have field awareness and be able to make moves off of what's going on. In Which I think is going to be great to watch and incredibly fun to play. Oh, for sure. I yeah. feel like Oliver and I are going to argue a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like A Rod and I are going to argue a lot. Oh, you guys are going to argue so much. <laughs> you know, you I can know. only just put a camera and you guys yeah. walk in the oh, field. God, it's going to be great. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, See, I don't know whose side I would take on that though, because all comes up with dude. Some, you know what? <laughs> all right, comes up he with some really good crazy. Yeah, but he comes up with some great stuff. But you know what? I, well, I does think, he? I think you, where, I think where, where are you getting this from? I think you're a little more reasonable. <laughs> his his are a little more like, let's all do this. So his I plays can this. Come over here. Let's go to the center. <laughs> or all right, I'm gonna do this. Psych. Except he doesn't tell everybody else. Psych. He just does something else. <laughs> Even we have a game plan sometimes. So now it's gonna be like, anyway. Hey. 
Uh, you know, the, you know the best one player thing, on your team. The one thing that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, that was. I was like, well, Oliver did win the Top Gun title, but one of these questions was, uh, which is great, Marcelo. This is oh, from Kirill. Kirill. This might be from Kirill. I don't know if it, what's <laughs> no, Kirill's. No, no, no. It's not. It's not. It's not the Kirill. This guy's last name is. Oh God, these unpronounceable Russian last names. Uh, Graz Dan Nazovsky. Anyway, okay. so Kirill Marcelo. Does it haunt you in your sleep to think that you might be eluded once again from the Top Gun title now that the young and inexperienced roster of the Ironman is going to probably struggle since they can't, can't get time to practice on the layout? And, and it, it might, and, hold on, hold on. No, there's more. There's more. Uh, it might even be Ryan's year to acquire the title. Oh, sure. Thanks, wow. I'm, 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 I'm sure Dynasty will have a great year with the changes. Okay, well, first Discuss. of all, First of all, shout out to Kirill. What first, up, first of all, our, our team is actually not that inexperienced. Mm-hmm. You know, we got a lot of young guys, but they've been playing for a long time. Myself, Mouse, been playing for a long time. Air, I've been playing for a long time. Even little Brandon Cornell has been playing for uh, quite a Since long he was time. A little about baby. seven years, something like that. Yeah. Seven, eight years. That's a decent amount of time. Um, Mike Paxson, Shane Pistana. We, I mean, we have some brilliant minds. So, uh, in that sense, I don't think the changes are going to hurt our team too much, you know, and it actually might help us not having a bunch of people like like Ryan said, I can't wait to hear the arguments between him and Oliver, you know, but on our team, it's going to be kind of like, okay, the older guys get together, figure out what's right to do. And the young guys are just going to be like, oh, cool, let's let's do that. Let's work together with the game. Plans. So and basically like a argues. quarter of the time that uh, Ryan and Oliver are going to and Alex and Yosh are going to. I Yosh doesn't really ever weigh in. Alex always yeah, he does. It. He, 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 he sits weighs, there and he's listens. The voice of reason. He's the voice of reason. He sits there and listens and then goes, he'll like take all the variables in and then he'll be like, all right, all right, all right, all right. What about this? Stop. Just stop. Stop, 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 stop. Stop yelling and screaming at each other. It's going to be, you could do a show on just you guys watch it, walking the field alone. We actually. At, with, the, with the way it is now. We actually actually are in talks right now. Um, in January, I believe there's going to be, a, we're going we're gonna to be shooting a pilot for a reality show. That makes Perfect this sense. would be the best time to do it. Too? Any, give me on the uh, phone. With yeah, the you producer. might be like somewhere in there, <laughs> like just kind of in the background, <laughs> like j- jumping around when we're at a practice or something like that. Yes. Oh, oh, it's. A, I got gotcha. you. I won't be there. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that is another so thing wait, actually so about you, practice. You, oh. No, okay. So, does it haunt you in your sleep? Okay, I was gonna say. 100. Uh, it does. Do it. Yes, I'm gonna answer. <laughs> I've lost it does. a few nights. Okay, so like the first first two years, honestly, we talked all the time. I'm like. No, like I really don't care about that if we're not winning tournaments. And I genuinely mean that. And then this year, like I would have rather just finish in 10th or something. Well, I was going to say, just for everyone, all, or uh, <laughs> Marcelo has finished second three years in a row for the Top Gun title. Well, it's because you can only grease those guys' palms too much for them to, to, to pad the stats they for you. you got to get me up there, right? Yeah, well, know, you, they can't, you can't grease them to first place. you got to actually I ran out work. of loop, man. You all been there. <laughs> <laughs> I ran out of loop. No, uh... And then this year it was more of like, God, it, it, it was more like, to be honest, just everybody asking me if it bothers me, that it bothered me more than anything. I'm like, no, it really, it really doesn't. I think the stats are awesome. They're really a great thing, but it's, but it's, uh, what'd you say, Ryan? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is what it is, dude. I honestly, I don't think I was the best player this year, so I shouldn't have gotten it, to be honest. Honest answer. All right. Uh, do you think this comes from John Bonds? Do you think that the lowered rate of fire will encourage a more aggressive style of play? Now, we hold on. We do, we, well, we do not know yet because as it stands right now, it could be a higher rate of fire depending right. on your finger skills. Like, and another another thing that's been out there is that a lot of guys have been talking about how can <laughs> they're, they're both right they're now. both doing the walking the, the trigger finger move. <laughs> um, 
do is a lot of people are like, okay, well, can the PSP, uh, you know, it just, it's, it could, it kind of opens the door. Well, it's, you know, look, there's read, I read every single post on PB Nation's uh, novel uh, about this. And the way, there's a, a lot of people are like, oh, it's unenforceable, or there's a reason why we went to, to, to ramp was because they couldn't enforce it before. I mean, that, that's true. That's definitely true. And also another one was like, well, the MPPL did this before, and then now the MPPL is dead, and now you guys are saying the same thing the MPPL did. It's like, whatever. The PSP is just trying to make the game at its highest level the best game it can be. That's exactly. what they're doing. Who cares if the argument came from the MPPL a while ago or whatever? They just want to make the best game that they can have. And, uh, and, the, and the tech nerds believe that they can enforce it. You know, they, they think that they can actually give it a shot. So why will we not try? And with the cap, I hope to God that there's not a cap. Or if there's a cap that it's like 15, that that way if you do have fast fingers, it will be an advantage to you. Another, right. another thing that was driving me crazy was that guys out there that were like, oh, shooting fast is not a skill. Why, if you'd be able to twitch your fingers, should you be able to stop this you know, athletic beast that's coming at it? Dude, this is paintball. Yeah. Everybody gets to play. The gun's a great equalizer. It's, are you kidding me? If you flick your wrist a certain way, your, the baseball – Goes faster, yeah. or to okay. my fat arthritic <laughs> fingers uh, don't move as quickly any, as they used to. So you know, it's, I'm going to be hurting out there. <laughs> How old are you now, Ryan? Thirty-two. Ah, going on twenty-eight. <laughs> and holding. <laughs> 28. So you're the Lasoya age. Yeah. Chris, how old are you? Twenty-nine, baby. All right. Yeah, yeah, right. Baby. You've, been, you've been twenty-nine for a while now, man. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm thirty. I actually be thirty-three in, in two months. Yeah. Give me yeah. the best year of your life, 33. Dude, I'm in my it's prime, doggy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so that th- those are things that are just driving me crazy when I read those because those are com- – like I get where you're coming from, but come on. Like, yes, shooting fast should be a skill in paintball. It was always a skill in paintball until the electronic revolution, and then that became something that just didn't exist anymore. <sighs> so frustrating. All right, so thank you for answering that question for us, Maddie. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Dude. Uh, yeah, I don't. Well, I mean, it was to the three of us, but I was, I'm sorry. That was just it was just driving it's me right. crazy. Uh, I like just it. reading these things, and it just there's like a couple guys that just kept beating that drum over and over again. And I was like, look, I, I get where you're coming from. Like, yes, the the athleticism of the game and the timing of the game should prevail. However, if you can, it's paintball. We're shooting guns at each other, man. We're shooting a projectile at each other. And if it's true semi-auto and you can, because not a lot of people can shoot really fast. Mm-hmm. I, I I was a great shot. I was good at gunfighting, but I was never a guy that had a ridiculous fast fingers. Lasoya, opposite. Like, he wasn't a great shot, but he was. But he had incredibly yeah. fast fingers, and uh, and he always got himself because he was so aggressive. He got himself in good positions, you know. So, but those are different skills that then sometimes do or sometimes do not counteract each other. And it was just, uh, but that, but that was a battle, and that was interesting to watch and interesting to play in, and that's what it was all about, you know. So, I think we got time for a couple more here, maybe, maybe one one more question. My tech guy's got to go, so we might have to have a part two to this, but. Uh, um, all right, let's find a good one. Well, there was one really awesome one. I'm just going to read it. We're not having time to go into this, but this was probably the best question that, uh, that was asked in here. And this is the guy, Simon Stanway that asked the earlier one. <laughs> this is so good. This is an intellectual conversation. Uh, wait, uh, if, if paintball is a I'm metaphor, excited how excited yeah, you know, are right now. Great. Oh, this is a great question, but this would, this would take a whole podcast itself. If paintball, if paintball is a metaphor for life. Would you say that the annual PSP rule changes are symbolic of the theory that 
universal constants are always changing or due to some negative responses, would you argue that they are symbolic of the notion that the legitimacy of laws are dependent on the frequency by which legislators alter them? Or would you argue something else entirely? Badass question, Simon. Sorry, we don't have time to answer that one. Felt like I was back in school right there. (laughs) Anyway, great question. Um, so yeah, a lot of these guys, a lot of these questions were so just basically as kind of, we'll get your last statements on everything. Cause a lot of these questions kind of went down, um, to this, to a lot of the, 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 in the same genres, essentially it was, you know, how do you feel that you're like Ryan for you, you know, for your final statement, how do you feel that this is going to affect the game? How do you feel this is going to affect your team? You personally. Um, and that was, you know, kind of like the gist of a lot of the questions. Right. Um, I, I think it's gonna, I think it's gonna have a, a good effect on our team. Um, this is this is what we excelled at in the MPPL for so couldn't, long. I couldn't agree more. And uh, this and, is a big breath of fresh yeah, air for you guys. Yeah, I think I think so. And you know, it's 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 going to take a little bit of a, a learning curve as far as like some of the speed bumps that we did talk about. You or know, the younger guys. Yeah, like, and the younger guys are like Kyle's going to have to really practice walking the triggers. <laughs> you know, and I know someone asked me to call someone out, and he's he we got Darren. He goes, we got Darren, our technical director, even yeah, laughing at that. Yeah, one. Kyle was like, "Oh no," is what he said in the group chat. Like, <laughs> Remember when I tried to hold the lane in Huntington Beach that one time, shooting four balls a second? Like, oh no, is what it is. So, but you know, it's, we can all joke about it, and and I think it is going to help our guys because we, this is what we've taught for so long, and and this is this is where we started. So I, I, I we'll see though. You never know. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. You I'm, I'm always optimistic. You know about everything. You are so, definitely optimistic. So, well, what, I think it's going to go well. What, what do you think? Well, what do you think about the game though? Uh Hopefully it'll speed up, and I, I I love the idea that that there's going to be these variables that like what Marcelo touched on earlier was, you know he's going to have to watch all these games because there's going to be a lot of stuff that that you know even even the veteran guys don't see out there. We're going to be like, oh wow, like how that guy just make it to that spot? I need to go look at this, and we're going to be there now, just like in the old days. We're going to be at the field early in the morning, and we're going to have to be there as soon as the last game is over. We're going to all be on – you're going to see all the pro guys walk back on the field and be like, well, how did this guy do what he just did? Yeah. Exactly. You know, so, yeah, so it's going to be so really cool. I think it's going to be cool. I'm excited, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you know, and again, a lot of people are like, oh, it's going to ruin the game. It's like, dude, well, if you're saying that, you haven't been around long And, and one thing I wanted it's to touch on – not going to ruin the game. And if it's really that messed up, they'll change it. Right. It's that simple, man. If it's really, truly a, a complete abomination and thing, if they cannot, you know, control the stands from screaming – or some other, or, or yeah. they can't control the guns from cheating. Then they'll change it, man. You right. know that the, that's the thing. Kind of going to that other dude's question is that inevitably, yes, change is constant. It's going to happen. Evolution is how things work. That's how things get better. And I think that you know the, the guys that make these decisions are not idiots, man. They're, mm. they're incredibly smart paintball professionals, and they're making these decisions to try to change things for the better. And I think you guys weighing in on what you're talking about, like you know, you guys have been around this game for a long time. You do this for a living, you know. So. And, and then obviously the you know we there's we didn't get a chance to get into the divisional side of things we might have to have a part two to this but uh, but still and I understand the divisional arguments like that's a again we don't have enough time for that I get where they're coming <laughs> from a lot of times uh, I I totally do it's it is going to change things a little bit but it's still going to be fun man it's still paintball whether you're shooting at ten point five or twelve you're still having a good time man yeah. you're still shooting at people people are shooting at you whether you have to play a different field in the finals that's only two guys and that's a whole other adventure like you should look at it in a positive way yeah. everyone always Choose, has yeah, such a negative look at things you know. It's like, oh, shit changed. Oh, it's got to be terrible, you know, or like, oh, let's just like count. Let's just bring up every positive negative argument that we could. Or I'm sorry. Let's bring up well, every single negative argument. Now, we could. now to, to, to answer to like touch on that really quickly. There are ways to to which the, that these arguments could have been avoided if there was a little bit more interaction between the the the, the ownership and the, the rule people. 
with maybe a couple teams. Like for instance, hey, Ironman, Dynasty, a California team, Impact, guys, can we get you guys out here for a weekend? We have, we have five really big rule changes that we'd like to throw over and we're gonna have you guys practice for a weekend. Not we, a bad yeah, idea. Not a bad idea. Not we could have they could have been like, hey, look, um, you don't get to see the field. Go play this. Or or go grab some of the slower fields that were that were played this year and say, play on play on this field on semi auto. Maybe does it speed up the game? Does it speed up the game? We, right now we're just kind of uh, you know, kicking around ideas and we won't know until the first event. But I see what the the objectives were and they're trying to make it better. Now now to move forward with that next time, there could be a way to just be like, hey, Ironman and Dynasty, you guys are can you guys are you guys free? One weekend during the off season to get your guys out here uh, and test out some of these major rule changes that we're talking about. So that way, when these arguments could have been backed up with, "Hey, the, two of the two of the top teams in the world have have signed off on this, mm-hmm. and it works." Yeah, no, yeah, no I, I like that. Well, like so Marcelo, we're going to need uh, your final statements here on everything. If you could just touch on all these arguments, but okay. do that in like a two to three sure. minute time period. And do it very eloquently, then that yeah. would be, that <laughs> would be badass. Um, you know, like I was saying about the uh, semi-automatic, I, I really like that change. I think it's going to be awesome. I think it's, uh, you know, growing up I had an angel with a single trigger frame on it. So I mean, I was like one shot, one kill anyway. You know, I mm-hmm. don't necessarily need to shoot fast. I think it brings back uh, a skill set that, like I said, was kind of lost along the way, you know, and assisted with ramping guns and stuff like that. Running and shooting is going to be different. Snap shooting is going to be different. Laning is going to be different. The entire game and timing of your shot is going to be, you know, different or off, however you look at it. Um, as for the layout coming out Thursday morning, I really like that because uh, every time I go and walk a field, like I'll, I'll spend some time walking it and I see certain moves that can be done and I, I find these really crafty things and I really like them. But by the time you get to the tournament, Every team has figured it out because they've played so many times, and all it takes is that one practice, one person finally does it, and all of a sudden they set somebody up in a certain bunker that they know can shut that down, and that move never gets to get made, which is an exciting move probably that fans are going to like to see, we like to make. It makes the game more fun. You know what I mean? So people don't necessarily get to uh, just play it over and over and over and kill those moves is like the best way that I would put it. Um, as for no coaching, also love it. You know, I, I think that it, it – you're – the game should not be affected by somebody who has nothing to do with the game. You know, he's sitting in the stands and he's taking away creativity, which is what paintball is all about. It's about being creative on the field, seeing these moves. You have a small window of opportunity to actually act on what you're thinking, what you think might work and and make it happen. And you see a lot of big moves get just completely shut down or they never even take place because they're sitting, a player sitting in his bunker and he's like, I'm not going to go try to bunker this guy because I know his coach is right there. And he's just going to tell him, Hey, he's coming inside, outside, you know, and it slows the game down. It absolutely does. In those situations where it comes down to like two on three, two on four, uh, the side with two has assistance from the sidelines, which really slows the game down. And then, it causes these nine, ten-minute points mm-hmm. when really that point should be over right away, unless or the two, opposite, unless those two have amazing communication, which mm-hmm. is another huge part of the sport. I preach that in every clinic that I do. Communication is huge, you know. And paintball, it's one of those sports where if your team is playing as a unit and they're communicating, they're you know they're doing well, they're gonna win ninety percent of the time if their fundamentals and all that stuff are up. At least at the pro level, you know, yeah. it's whatever team really works together. And this is gonna force more of that. Yeah. So, I like it. I think they're positive. I agree know? too. And again, if it if it's in a complete abysmal failure, they'll change it, exactly. man. You know, you know. Exactly. If, if it, I just hope that everyone out there listening or listening help understands what we're what the game is trying to do at its highest mm-hmm. level and and helps this. You know, because exactly. I think it's a really good thing. All right. So before we go, quick 
Where can everyone get in touch with their clinics, you know, uh, or follow you on uh, social media? Yeah, uh, it's really easy to find me. Uh, everything and your my, sponsors and my sponsors—they're easy to find too. Uh, <laughs> now, uh, my Instagram, my Twitter, and my uh, Facebook are all Ryan Greenspan. Uh, you can you can message me on any of those uh, platforms. You know, follow all my pictures and stuff like that from around the world, and all the pictures that Marcel is going to post somewhat at some time down the road uh, on Instagram <laughs> at Ryan Greenspan, uh, Twitter also at Ryan Greenspan. Uh, my Facebook fan page, you know, you can go there to, you know, order any kind of dynasty stuff you'd like from me um, or just chit chat on via email. And if you'd like to email me directly as far as a f- local field or store who would like to set up a clinic or your team would like to set up a clinic, you can email me at ryangreenspan18 at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, I'd love to come out and help your team or, or your field do some clinics. Yeah. Um, yeah. Same for me. I guess uh, Ryan just said it. Best. <laughs> everything's that's a, sh- everything's, that's a shocker. Everything's, everything's, at, everything's at Marcelo Margot. So I'm sorry I let him go first. My bad. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Here we go again. Yeah. Just uh, Ryan's been there. Hashtag. <laughs> Jeez, I'm just never going to live this one down. Um, but again, like I said earlier, twice my age. We're good, dude. We're good. Right. It's okay. I can't no. wait to see the first Iron Oh, and I, I actually forgot year. to thank my sponsors, for- Eclipse, HKR. <laughs> hey, we got, we got different sponsors. So it's true. There is something different. Yeah, there absolutely. we go. There we go. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, email Marcelo Margot at me.com or Marcelo at dieprecision.com. Either one fields uh, stores. If you guys want to get in touch with me for clinics, I would love to come out. So uh, feel free to contact me, chat about whatever you guys want. Awesome. Thank you guys for tuning in to Real Deal Podcast. We might have to have these guys back again. Um, so. Sorry if we didn't get to your question, but uh, we did talk about a lot of, I really think, the important things that that, uh, that we needed to get to. So, But um, yeah, man, it's going to be crazy 2015. Uh, as soon as we know whether what the cap is going to be, we'll let you guys know that as well here too. I really hope there's not a cap. If there is a cap, I hope it's high, uh, 15 or something like that. Um, as it stands right now, again, Talked to Lane earlier today, and he said, Lane, Lane Wright, the president of the league, um, and he said that there's not going to be a cap f- right this second as it stands, but that they are in conversations. There will potentially be a cap, uh, which wouldn't be a bad thing either, but I just uh, really hope that there's not, man. <laughs> I just 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 for pure, pure purity of the game and entertainment value, all of it, I just... I mean, it was. It's again. It's all still paintball, but I really hope that. I don't know. What do you think? You hope I, a I cap? hope there's no cap. That that Ryan? that uh, kind of defeats the purpose of what I was arguing for. That yes. You know? So I hope there's no cap. I wouldn't mind a like a cap at you know high cap at 15, True. 18, somewhere yes. in there because yeah. it does because it even will be difficult 12. to regulate some of those some of those Keeping guns at some point in time. You know, well, like, exactly. And they you, say you and they don't say know, you don't know, but you you know. They like s- the second you can unleash that and be like un <clears throat> un uncap semi. Someone's gonna someone's gonna start tweaking the rules. Well, someone's gonna start juicing. Just, but real quick before <laughs> we, yeah, yeah, start juicing. Well, I mean, just before we sign off, they, you know, Lane said that they do have a. a, a we, we didn't have time to get into it. Um, we are, I'm definitely looking forward to hearing more about this situation. But he said that they they really feel confident that they can regulate yeah. it. Well, virtue has virtue has their software that that you can put into every gun that, that does have a send off an RF signal. Yeah. Well, and, and they, and they, and it's not like the PSP just arbitrarily made that they contacted all of the makers of the major guns and they said, Hey, can we do this? So that's still the conversation out there. Again, we'll keep you guys updated. I know a lot of people were probably tuning in and be like, Oh, just give us a rate of fire. But as it stands right now, it's, it is uncapped. It may not be. We'll keep you guys updated. Thank you for tuning into the real deal podcast. Again, big shout out to our sponsors, GI sports, key action, die precision, Uh, and also Planet Eclipse for sure. Thank you guys, and we will see you guys next time.